Boom, there we are. We are live, 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 live. But everybody ain't here tonight. So we we just gonna go about it how we go about it. Welcome to the FM Podcast. I'm your host, Branson. And I am B dub. And we're just getting ready to kick it into the show. So we always start out with our shout out, shout outs, eighth and fancy for all your adult snacks. Make sure you check my girl out. Second of all, just want to give a shout out to everybody tuning in to check out the show tonight. We're going to have a good show. The co-hostess with the most, this is not going to be here tonight. Kels called out on us, but sending big shots out out to Kels. Buddha, Buddha probably be through a little bit later. So when he feels like we, it, we just gonna wait the the arrival of Buddha. But we gonna get, go ahead and get this show kicked off. Um, you want to give anybody any shout outs? Uh, did we shout out Dank Drinks? Nope. Shout out Dank Drinks. Yeah, and we did Eighth and Fancy. We, we always do Eighth and Fancy. Okay. Okay. Last week mm-hmm. we didn't have a show. Last week we did not have. But, I was disappointed, but. What we did have, well, what y'all had was y'all had a radio interview. Yes, and oh, we should shout them out. Definitely give them a shout out. Shout out Oak ninety three point five. Shout out, shout out, and shout Bash out. Wallace with the two o hour yeah, hour, and and it's on YouTube if you want to go check it out. I yeah. did check it out, and it was a dope episode. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to touch on one of those things, one of the um, topics that y'all had a little bit later. That's good to know. And it was the tricks and sugar daddy topic. Oh, okay. So we'll we'll touch on that, but we'll touch on that in a little bit. So Mm -hmm. shout out, you said 93.5? Mm-hmm. Oak, 93.5. Definitely shout out to Homie Bash Wallace. That's one of that's one of my guys. That that's one of my guys. So shout out Bash. Shout out the people that he's rocking with. I, I think Buddha said he was up there again today doing another. Yeah, um, Buddha interview. said he was doing another interview. He's addicted to them interviews. Look, he is addicted to <clears throat> interviews. So yeah, shout out. To Didn't him. even want to invite us there. <laughs> he wasn't like, why don't y'all come out and do the interview with me? He's like, no, I got an interview. Buddha said. I've got an interview, and I will see y'all later. And this one is about out. me. <laughs> is that is that what happens in the group with yeah, the, 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 the members yeah. start acting funny? And stuff yeah, he's the method man of the crew. <laughs> he's the Bobby Brown of the crew. He's getting ready to start acting mm. funny. Get ready to go solo. Yeah, cool. dropping packets of coke on Arsenio. <laughs> see you Buddha but shout out definitely my man Kingpin we want to get him on the show haven't had him up here yet it's a couple of people that I want to get on the show that I haven't had the chance to get up here but I'm going to get them up here so we first we're going to start off with Jamie Foxx oh yes prayers out to Jamie Foxx the vibes and prayers to Jamie Foxx Jamie Foxx was hospitalized earlier in the week and we just wishing Jamie a recovery. So basically something happened to Jamie Foxx on the set of his movie with Cameron Diaz. I don't know what the name of the movie is, but something happened that was a medical emergency and he was rushed. I believe it was, I don't know if it was Cedar Cyanide or not, but some hospital in LA and it was pretty severe enough that they called his family about it. So uh, conflict and reports have been coming out. I've heard he had a stroke, or I heard it was That's a brain aneurysm. 
I've heard a mix of both, so I don't know what it is, but it's just in a positive vibe. Yeah, man, hopefully, man, that's scary. Brain aneurysm, isn't that what got Dr. Dre too? Yep. And you know, Jamie is he? Jamie's super underrated. Super, super I don't underrated. Think he's underrated. I think as an R and B artist, he is super, super underrated. I think and he is. Album is a classic, but that's just me. I well, yeah, I, I don't think he's underrated. I think he gets the props he he deserves. I think he's a very talented, just entertainer. Period. I, I think that's what it is. He, all, all the entertaining he does overshadows certain aspects of his game. I think because he's a funny dude. He, yeah. He's super funny. So I think that probably has something to do with why I think he's overlooked because he, he's just such a great entertainer. Like, mm-hmm. sometimes you could be over, overlooked, but he definitely has a classic R&B. And he's got a solid discography, filmography. He does. TV. He does. Yeah, so. Like, he's up there with, when it comes to acting, I believe he's like, if he's not up in that Will Smith, Denzel air, I think he's like right in that tier, right under them. I think he's, like, right there or right under them. Like, that's just how good this guy is. I'm reading off the comp, you know, I'm reading off the um, topics that we mm-hmm. put in the group. Nah, we're going to touch this this topic. You, you you had it on the first one, but when you did the, the final draft, we ain't put it up there. So, one night, I'm just laying in bed. It had to be Monday or Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And... Laying in bed, you know, they're like the Dalai Lama. You know, they start talking about, you know, you all yeah. put something to it. Like, you know, the Dalai Lama out there, you know, blessing people, stuff like that. That is not what they said. And I thought I was high. I just thought I was super high when I heard it. I was like, they didn't say no shit like that. Mm-hmm. They said, well, it's not they said. It's on tape that the Dalai Lama asked the young boy. Mm-hmm. To suck his tongue. Yes, he did. Dalai Lama's an old freak. That's some pedophile shit if I ain't ever heard nothing oh, like yeah. that in my life. And I don't know the laws they live under over there because, mm-hmm. you know, it's a it's a different country. But mm-hmm. he should not be above reproach or prosecution for something to that extent. Okay, so basically he's a Buddhist monk. And they take a vow of celibacy, which kind of freaks me out because I, I think it's kind of like the ideology that goes with Catholic uh, priests when all that stuff was going down where they think interactions with little children aren't the equivalent to interactions with grown women. So uh, I think the Dalai Lama... You said, you said, you said well, I, I, I think I was like, I was, I was somewhere else. You say interactions with little children are what? Or, you know, where they view interactions with little children, you know, not the same as interactions with grown women. When they take a vow of celibacy, they're kind of vowing not to do anything, I guess, with women. And, you know, based on their sick logic, I guess they assume maybe doing stuff with children, two children, I guess you could say, is different than, you know, that's how they roll. And then they tried to just explain it away, like this something you can explain away. He was being funny or something like that. Mm-hmm. You don't you don't be funny like that. That's not funny. The Dalai Lama's eighty seven years that, old. That's so that's pedophilia caught on camera. So basically what I think happened was he forgot like he had a lapse. Like he's old. He's like, Oh damn, he forgot the cameras was on and just hey, you know, he was telling the kids, you know, what pedophilia. he felt. Pedophilia. 
caught on camera. Exactly. It's a new one. It this is this is new and, and until something's done about it, I think I'm going to talk about it every week. Yeah. Because this, this is just sick and disgusting. And we're, we're just not going to let that one ride. That that's not going to ride. Yeah, that, I mean that that that's pretty disgusting. Um but you know, it's on the people of Tibet to do something about it and I doubt they will because I doubt they will too. But yeah. I'm I'm just every every week I think I'm just going to touch on the yeah. Dalai Lama is a pedophile. Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to touch on every I week agree. until they do something about this, which you said they're probably not, but hey, I, I don't have nothing better to do but tell you that the Dalai Lama is a pedophile. Mm-hmm. On camera. It, it's caught. So mm-hmm. um now on the other news, more messed up news, Shanquella Robinson. Yes. The young lady who went to Mexico and was murdered. Murdered. And nobody knows what happens, even though she was on camera getting beat up by or some big old butch. Well, apparently there will not be any charges pressed in that case. Unfortunately. Everybody's going to get away scot-free. I mean, it's just... There... Is there such thing as justice? Is there, like, you know, and then these things are caught on. On camera. On camera. And you can already sit here and tell me, well, there, there's nothing we can do about it. Definitely let down by the criminal system in this in this case. And it's not the U.S. Because it it's, it's both. It's, it, it is both. Because Mexico and um, North Carolina um, decided not to pro- prosecute anybody. It, 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 it's just it's just sad it's just sad a, a, a family has lost a member and we kind of seen it on tape but there's not going to be anybody charging it so this is just going to go as a oh we know what happened but then nothing happened come from it so so yeah it's kind of like well if they're not going to be prosecuted who killed her what are they going to do are they just going to close the case i I, I think they're just going to close the case that that's why i believe it we're going to keep an eye on this one as well because like this is this is messed up this is also messed up you know what i did notice though when y'all did the radio interview y'all did not curse we can't not on the radio it's Radio. Okay, I was it's just, FM. I, 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 I was just throwing that out there. Like you know, y'all were on y'all best behavior. And well, yeah, we we don't curse on the radio. We're Get we're up. professionals. We can curse when we want to <laughs> curse, but if there's no cursing, we don't curse. It's we just get up here, and we become sailors. So yeah, we're gonna work on that because maybe one day we'll transition to radio, something like that. I don't know. We're we're doing a pretty good with We've the podcast. We're doing pretty good with the podcast and things of that nature, but y'all make sure you subscribe if you haven't subscribed, like and make sure you share. That's how the podcast like spreads. Like share. AIDS. tell a friend to tell a friend. Shout out my girl Kelly Joe, shout out Buddha. I'm yes. expecting one of them to walk in. I, I'm more likely Buddha than Kelly Joe if we're doing gambling. Topic switch. Easter oh. just passed. Wasn't really a big to-do about it. Because Easter sucks. It's like the worst holiday in the world. Out of all the holidays in the U.S. that, like, <laughs> it's, it, Easter is the shittiest holiday. Easter doesn't really bring much. Out. It is not. You're not putting it above Christmas, Thanksgiving, Fourth of July. Uh, you're not putting Memorial it above weekend. Memorial Weekend. You're not putting it 
above Martin Luther King New weekend. Years. Yeah, New Year's. It's the shittiest. It's at the very bottom of the list. And you do shitty Cinco, things for I Easter. I think Cinco de Mayo is catching up to Easter. No, Cinco de Mayo was surpassed these. We don't eat tacos and party and get drunk on Easter. You do on Cinco de Mayo. I'm going to tell you what has definitely surpassed Easter Every holiday tradition. What? 420. 420. I mean. 420 nah. has, has definitely surpassed Easter. I hate 420. Tradition. And most smokers do. Like, like, 420 is for the casual, you know, who wants to feel like they're cool, you know? <laughs> That's all 420 is. Easter sucks, too. Easter and 420. It's two shitty holidays in the same month. Back to back. Back, back to back. back. Easter sucks because you have to wake up early. Easter was the only time my family would go to church on Sundays so you would have to wake up early in the morning and get dressed on your day off to put on church clothes and go to church. You know what I heard? What what I read was that Easter back when we were growing up, Easter was the prom. Easter was the prom of the year. I mean, I guess like, it is the only time yeah. you put a suit on and be you get seen. Super fly for Easter. Like if yeah. you bought a suit for one specific, it was an Easter suit. And then after Easter, you eat hard-boiled eggs in that suit, and it's always fucking hot during Easter. No matter how cold April is, <laughs> Easter Sunday is always hot. You get the shitty chocolate bunny rabbit and the shitty coins, and you get all the shitty candy you don't like, like jelly beans and um, peeps and nasty shit like that. And it's all in, and it all gets melted in that um, fake Easter grass in the Easter basket. And then Easter baskets are just, shitty. They're expensive as they're. they're just I assume there's Easter baskets are expensive. I hate Easter. Like, Easter has definitely lost the love. And Ten Commandments is like the main Easter movie. Like Christmas movies, you got Thanksgiving movies, you got Ten Commandments is the top Easter movie. That's like the tradition people all sit around and watch. And I've watched it. Ten Commandments is boring as fuck. How do people sit there and watch that for four hours, three hours? People ain't have shit to do. And then Easter dinner is shit too. What is Easter dinner? Is that is does anybody? Get excited over, oh, shit, Easter dinner's coming up, yo. Nobody cares. Like Easter dinner, is it better than Thanksgiving? Is it better than Christmas? Is the, it better than the, 4th of July? On the dinner list of things. Easter is at the bottom. There. Easter used to be up there. Now, Easter's definitely at, at the, the bottom. Well, you, what do you even eat during Easter other than, like, boiled eggs? That's it. There, there's no, like, it, don't they do a roast? Isn't there an Easter roast? That's the main oh, thing. Before we, while we're talking about Easter, yes, definitely shout out my girl Eighth and Fancy. We, oh we yeah, will, we we will be broadcasting live from the clubhouse. Yes, like old in times. order of her Easter egg hunt, the annual Easter egg hunt. I must throw in because she does it every year, and yeah. every year. It's always dope. So if you have a chance next Saturday, if you're available, hit me up. I'll give you information on how to get there. But the eighth and fancy Easter egg hunt is going to be dope. And 
and it's always dope prizes inside the eggs. And she said she had over 200. So we're 200 going eggs. 200 eggs. So we're going to see how this works out. And she's very creative when it comes to hiding these damn eggs. Because I don't think they found them all last year. I think we were still finding eggs in, like, September. So Interesting. We will see how that goes, like I said. You know, that has potential to turn into some freak shit. But hey. when you said hide eggs everywhere. Hey. Anything's possible, and anything's possible, and it might be Henny in the building, so anything is possible. But yes, 420 is this week. Please do not wish me a happy 420. Yeah, 420 is corny. (laughs) Please, please do not wish me a happy 420. Yeah. Please and thank you. You know, like, smokers don't even... Yeah. 420's every day. Oh, shit. I hate that noise. Somebody's running up in this spot. It's either Buddha or somebody armed to kill us. my door, it's definitely Buddha. Buddha. It's definitely Buddha. And he Buddha. stopped at Hooters even though I said I had pizza. It's all good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's plenty left. And he definitely made sure he put emphasis on small. Yeah, because Kelly <laughs> said she wasn't coming, so I said I ain't feeding everybody. The way you normally eat, that is hell. So... Yes. As y'all can tell, Buddha is is in, in the, the building. building. Um, shout out to Buddha L. Like like I said earlier, he he. Well, I'll ask him now since he's here. Are you what? breaking away from the group? Because this is what solo acts do. Like this yeah, is what Bobby Brown did like, when he was getting ready to leave New Edition. And he, he said, "Go fuck, do solo interviews." Fuck y'all podcast. I have an interview. <laughs> is that is that is that what's going on? You get ready to lead a group, and we're just seeing the telltale signs of it. Oh, oh, Bobby Brown ass name. How was it? How, yeah, how, how's my man doing? Ah, uh, oh, Kingpin was there. Yeah, that's who he did it with. Oh, I thought you said you were doing it with Bash. That was. Oh, weren't you with? <laughs> I know that's what I said. Oh, you should have invited the whole podcast up, and we could have kicked it with King. Definitely Finn. shout out my man Kingpin. Before we do this, the OG Prince switch, of Party Buddha, let me know that my dude is going to be in the city next week, and we will be there Ooh. at the Star Bar. You didn't check the um. Oh, messages. Benny the Butcher. Oh, Benny gonna be here. You know, I'm probably not going to miss that. Um, topic switch. Okay. Boot, I'm glad you're here for this one. Oh, shit. Hulu. Hulu. Is releasing a documentary. Oh, yes. On. Freaknik. The great Freaknik. Freaknik was awesome. the greatest. Now, see, I don't think, you didn't make one, did you? I didn't go to Freaknik. I, I was too young. I made Freaknik. I did. I'm trying to see if you made it, because it was... I was on punishment. <laughs> it was. I was supposed to be there, but I ended up on punishment. It was. It was definitely because there's there's a four year age difference between me and Buddha. So I know Freakney didn't last that long, but I was wondering if you made it because, like I said, I made it. Matter of fact, that year you went to Freakney. When that saying you went to Bite Week. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you remember, I was on yes, punishment. I, was, I, I, went to I was on like, punishment. And I, I went to Freaknik. This is on, coming off my stint in the military. I was coming back from. I never the knew military. you were in the military. That's amazing. We covered this already. Where were you oh. at when we did this topic? Not e- either not here or not paying attention. I did a quick stint in the military. I never knew quick. that. <laughs> on my way back from where they had me stationed at, we were like, you know what? They're doing something in Atlanta called Freaknik. So we're just going to stop through and see what's going on. When I tell you that this was the 
craziest event. And then I was young, too. So, you know, I'm probably about 18. Mm-hmm. Probably about 18. Then. So this is probably, like, really the first thing I'm really taking in. But if Freaknik was the first thing I was taking in, that's why everything else kind of pales in comparison mm-hmm. to certain events. Because, like Buddha said, I took in Freaknik. Then I took in Bike Week. But Ooh. Freaknik was off the chain. Freak Which is freakier, Freaknik or Bike Week? Well, we're going to get back to Freaknik. But it's definitely Bike Week because Bike Week has the Bikes. better setting. The beach. Bike Week has the beach. You see what I'm saying? So it, it definitely had a better setting. Freaknik had Atlanta, yeah. <laughs> which is a great setting in itself. That's just a backdrop, though. It, it, but, but you know what I'm saying? Freaknik, just the beach is, is hands down. And then, but we'll get to the bike. And it's Myrtle Beach. But you're possibly going to see your aunties up there. Possibly going to see Possibly. your moms up there. Possibly. Possibly going to see your dads up there. Possibly going to see your uncles up there. It was a lot of people at Freak Me that first year. You know what What they're, What kind of scares me is how are they going to portray people from 30 years ago with this documentary? Because, you know, a lot of people are nervous that they're trying to paint Black men as, you know, sexual predators with this upcoming documentary. And, you know, it feels like they're trying to do that whole, they coming back to get, um, you know, you you 40, late 40, early 50-year-old niggas we, we didn't get with the camera phones. Can we be honest? Yeah. There's going to be some. There's going to be some fallout. There's going to be some shit on that. Because that's why Freaknik ended. Because it was just getting too wild and people stopped co-signing that behavior. And they said, we can't do this anymore because it's getting too out of hand, you dusty niggas, non-college. Because that's what happened. Freaknik was cool in the early 90s. And a lot of these people. Then all the lame, thirsty niggas came down there and fucked it up. That's what happened. A lot of these people have gone on to become something some some well, of them some of these people have gone on to some become, of them never amounted to shit you know really successful and stuff like yeah. that and to see them and it like you say portrayed in a different light is going to be different yes you're going to like see that's some, pastor you're definitely going to see some and I, I i hate to say it you're going to definitely see some creep behavior up there it's going to be some creep behavior and you know what the crazy part is if you're cool like as a woman and you was like wild in that freak nick, people are gonna give you a pass. It's but if you some stuck up uptight chick who was wild in that freak nick, they're gonna go in on you. It's gonna be some chicks who are gonna be seen in a different light because they were down there wilding too. It's not like the guy. How who much wilding though? We're down there, some of them, you know, going along with it. So you said how much wild? I mean, I know how much because I've what, I, I've never I, been to Freak Nick, look, but I've what, seen plenty of footage. Because I think I went to Freak Nick two years, but one year I went to Freak Nick, they broke in the mall. They I believe broke it. in the mall. I bet you it was the late nineties when they was about to shut it down. Oh, that it don't... was definitely it was definitely the early early nineties, but they oh, broke in the mall. Okay, like it, what, what I mall? Say it's ninety four. Greenbrier. I can't remember what mall it was. It had to have been the black this mall. This is how. This is how. I'm at the mall, and the mall parking lot is mm-hmm. packed. I'm talking about, just imagine the whole Columbia Mall parking lot just packed with cars everywhere, people everywhere. Mall in Columbia, I've been there once. The, and then, not just the mall, the um, the um, part 
on, on top of Columbia Mall where um, they used to have the club and stuff. All this is just packed. It's just black people everywhere. Freaknik was uh, amazing. Yes, it was. And it was amazing. It's just like my concern is, but I mean, it, it depends on who's uh, executive. Uh, isn't it a couple of black folks executive producing it? I'm sure it's going to be a couple of black. I mean, black it really like depends money. on who the producers are, with what direction this documentary is going to take. Because there has to be some level of protect. Because I know you got to show some of the negative shit that caused Freaknik to, to end. Yeah, to, but. To, to, why they stopped having. I hope you blur out faces and shit. Or at least to. Hey, they should blur out the faces of the men and keep all the faces of the women. And then I'm, I'm going to go even further than this. See, okay, Freaknik was dope. But Bike Week. Bike Week, week was. First of all. At Bike Week, they walking around. This before they they pat, start passing all these ordinances. At one time, Bike Week was just a free for all. Nah, I believe that. it was just a complete free for all. They'd walk around with any and everything on. Women would have anything. They passed the ordinance where you had to wear something over top of your bathing suit. Damn it! Or you get a ticket. Damn. Um. They used to have this thing called, you know, this place called the Strip at um, Bike Week. <laughs> yeah. Really. So the Strip got so popping, they made it impossible for you to ride the Strip anymore. Mm. Where they just, you know, start blocking exits and you just have to keep going further and further and further out the way. Where it just made it not even worth your while to go. Mm-hmm. What else at Bike Week? Um, or you'd have to make a day of it. Yeah, if you get on that strip and you hit that boy, you'd have to make a day of it. They, they, the, you pay the room prices, even though they were astronomical. Of course they are. You would still pay the room prices. It'd be Roach Fest Central, but, but it was only during Black Bite Week that those prices got like that. Oh. Like, and, and and they used to have a White Bikers Week the week yeah. before that, where I never went to it, but. I don't think they gave them the type of problems that, and they they it was just as many of them there as it was at Black Bike Week. That's when Myrtle Beach made all makes all their money. Yeah, like it, that's like when Raleigh has Dreamville, when Myrtle Beach has Black Bike Week. That's when all their money comes in. Negro Fest, but Bike Week was Bike Week was amazing. Yes, amazing. All that ass. It's so, wonderful. I'm sure they're going to have a Bike Week documentary coming out as well. But yeah. we're we'll waiting on the Freak Week one to come on, and we'll get back and get The Bike Week one isn't going to be as exciting because there's already, like, Bike Week is still around when they had camera phones and video. Yeah, but court. see, this is the thing, though. The reason why I think a documentary on Bike Week would be There was an early Bike Week, though, yeah, before I know. all that. Original I know. Bike Week, like. But, like, Freak Nick ended. Like what, a 2000, 2001? It ended, you know, before camera phones were even there. And then on top of that, it wasn't just thirsty niggas that helped. I mean, they helped and freaked me. A lot of, a lot of people were coming down there for the wrong intentions. I know. Like, thirsty niggas. Well, well, not the, coming to, you know. To rob, the, blah, blah. All, yeah, to rob all Dusty that niggas screwed shit up. They they were coming for all the wrong intentions, and that was another thing that killed Bite Week, and I mean that killed Freak Me. But 
I can't wait to see the documentary. That's for yeah, sure. I'll watch it. All right, Tommy Sweet. Mm-hmm. Kels ain't here tonight. Shout out my girl, Kels, the hostess with the mostest. But since Kels ain't here, we can really talk some basketball. Tonight. Oh, yes. NBA playoffs just it's kicked fine. off today. Um, Who was the first game? Because it was so <laughs> shitty. The Sixers in the – see, why, 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 the, why the Sixers game got to be shitty? The Sixers in the um, – No, the, the Nets. What yeah. The Nets are undersized. They're, they're, if we don't sweep them, it's five. The Nets are going to five. Boston came and beat the, the Jesus out of the Hawks. Yeah. Um, that Cleveland-New um, York game was pretty Cleveland, close. New York game was close. And um, I, what's the sac- – the Sacramento, Sacramento game is going on is as going we on speak. Now. I'm sure that's going to be a close game, and I hope – I'm kind of pulling for Sacramento, but, I mean, I feel like the Warriors are going to win. But, like, the the jewel of the first round I want to see is the Lakers and the Grizzlies. I got to work tomorrow. I am not happy that I have to be to work with this Well, I mean, starts. it's a series. You just yeah, that's true. But I, I just – that's one of the games I wanted to watch. That's, like, the see. only game I really, like, cared to watch. Like, I, I'm excited I'm, to see. I'm excited about a lot of the games. In Sacramento. I, I'm, I'm, a lot of, I'm excited about a lot of the playoffs here. I just – the East is not – it's 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 only going to be Philly or Milwaukee. That's it. I, I'm not going to say that because Boston looks tough. Boston beat Atlanta by – they had them down by 30. It's Atlanta. <laughs> and that's true. You know, they were jacking shots up from everywhere. Trey Young was shooting some yeah. of the worst possible shots you could today. Yeah. They were getting beat by 30. Yeah. I believe that. I like I like the Sixers. I like Milwaukee. And I like Boston out in the East. That's going to be a dogfight. That's I it. I think the West has the more competitive games where uh. I won't be surprised that unless the um, Timberwolves beat the Nuggets, that'll surprise me. But any of the other series, I possibly wouldn't be su- – unless the Clippers beat the Suns. That might surprise me a little bit too. I'm not surprised that the Grizzlies beat the Lakers. And I'm not surprised if the Lakers beat the Grizzlies. So, yeah. I, I just see the Lakers beating the Grizzlies because it's playoff Grizzlies. I'm going with the Grizzlies. Because I'm going after, with the Lakers. After you have and I don't even Ron like the Lakers. AD. Now, who are the next best players? D'Angelo Russell. And the white boy. Yeah. Austin. Austin. Austin Reeves. Okay. I mean, they're not they don't have a bad lineup. Now, if they do lose, it's gonna be because of their bench or A D got hurt. I I that's another reason why I think the Lakers Yeah, as long as A D is not hurt. Their bench is isn't really that good. Austin, I mean, you know. I like Memphis because I like Jackson. Jackson is going Jaren to be, Jackson? Yeah, I think Jackson is dope. Everybody knows about Ja. Yeah. Everybody knows about Bane. He can shoot the lights out of the gym. Everybody mm-hmm. knows Dylan Brooks going to foul you. Yeah. <laughs> he going to foul you hard. And he's going to go home to his transgender girlfriend. <laughs> is he still seeing that? Is he still Maybe, seeing Maybe. I don't know. That's, I, I that's weird. We broke that story. That I remember reading that. I just – because um, – Facebook gives you your memories. And yeah. I, I posted about Dylan Brooks and his transgender growth, but, you know. Yeah. But I'm definitely – that is the, the, the series that is the one that's most 
excited me, I think. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be surprised, like I say, if the Clippers do beat the Suns because they always give Kevin Durant an excuse. You know, it's like, well, he just got to Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix no got – if Phoenix does not get to the Western Conference Finals, they failed. Western Conference, the it, because they gave up everything they to give up. But, but okay, uh, this is my this is my look on it. I think the team with the most pressure in these playoffs are the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, because we've always given Jokic six use. You haven't had your team. Mm-hmm. You haven't had. You got everybody now. You got Murray back. You got Michael Porter. You got um, Porter back. You got everybody you need. You got Gordon still there. You got a good team. Mm-hmm. And you're the number one seed. Two-time defending MVP. Y'all got y'all got to make it to the Western Conference Championship or the NBA Finals. I believe Philly has to make it to the NBA Finals. Uh, people are saying the championship. I believe that Philly has to beat Milwaukee. They have to. Yeah. Philly has to beat Milwaukee. Good luck. I I believe that's where we're at right now. We, we're, we're five. Y'all got to get past the Nets first, man. Don't be like that. Buddha. Yeah, uh, was, was that a joke? Yeah, Buddha. That, that was, was, was that a joke? Really? That, that. Like, did you see the game? You, we, we played today. Now, <laughs> now, a good team would sweep them, but the 76ers are going to do we a gentleman's do it in five. Sweep. Yeah, but, exactly. See, the thing with the Nets that they doubled the whole game. They doubled and beat the whole. You're good. You're, you're, you're That's what they're supposed to do. They're going to lose every game. Yeah, they're, they're going to lose every game. They, they and, play hard though. And Doc Rivers is the 76ers coach though. So I'm going to tell you what I learned about the Brooklyn Nets today and their future. What? Ben Simmons is trash. Oh well, <laughs> you found that out today. You was a slow no, that uh, was, fan. That's not Mikael Bridges. Oh, yeah, he's a star. <laughs> Mikel Bridges he's tough. is a dog. Mikel Bridges is a dog. Like, he was scoring on everybody today. Mikel Bridges is a dog. Welcome to the NBA, Mikel, because he definitely needs his. Yeah, his, Mikel his, is going to be an all-star next year. Yeah, he definitely deserves shout out because he balled today. They lost, yeah. but Mikel Bridges got it's busy. It's a shame he's going to get swept. <laughs> Philly, <laughs> Philly at four. Like, I can see the Hawks getting swept. I need five I games to assess Mikel. That's see about four. everybody else I can see getting swept. I believe the rest of them are going to be dog fights, mm-hmm. especially the Cleveland-New York one. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a dog fight. I just want to see a good Lakers-Grizzlies game. That's it. That's all I care about for the first round. Does it affect LeBron's legacy at all if they go out in the first round? Yeah, it kind of does. does. Okay. The only asterisk, he got that asterisk championship in the bubble. So, I mean, he's, nobody counts that. I keep keep forgetting they won one. That's how forgettable it was. So, does, does he need to win? The, the the what does he need to do? LeBron need to do. Well, right now we know he ain't got the team to win a championship. So, so if not, he can get to the, expecting chips. So I'm expecting chips this year. I'm expecting the uh, maybe Western Conference Finals, that which is a lot. If he can get to the semifinals, okay, let me ask. Then you they did question. as expected. If LeBron wins a chip this year, is yeah. this like him winning Cleveland chip? We give him two? no because Cleveland chip is the ultimate because he already won a chip in L.A. 
Okay. And L.A. already won. L.A. doesn't have a team to win it. So no, they he don't. wins it with this team. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but nothing will ever surpass Cleveland. That is his most important championship. There's not how, a, This is how I tell people. I look at the Cleveland chip is two. That's two chips. Yeah. <laughs> it's two chips. You yeah. won two chips if you got Cleveland a championship. Yeah. Do I look at this one as a chip and a half then? One mm, and a half? No. No, it's the Lakers. You're just continuing a legacy. Cleveland doesn't have a legacy of championships. The Lakers do. You're expected to get a championship if you go to L.A. True. You know, you're just expected to to play and show up if you're in Cleveland. I don't know what it is, but um, before we topic switch, um, Malik Monk got out of Charlotte and got the ball. In. Like, I don't know what it was. He left out. He left Charlotte the, is shit, and <laughs> Jordan should sell the team. He left from the Hornets, and Malik Monk found his jump shot. He found his hops again. He found the love for the game again. <sighs> Jordan. Jordan was selling the team last time I checked. It hasn't been sold, so mm. he's still home. Mm-hmm. And that's good because there is some sellings of professional teams going on, which I'm Topic I'm personally switch. excited about. Topic switch. You just going to lead right into the next You damn right. Topic I'm happy switch. about it. Go ahead and tell them, Dito. Yo, finally, um, ho-ass, bitch-ass Dan Snyder <laughs> finally decided the NFL who, wasn't who? Who? ho-ass, bitch-ass Dan Snyder. Uh, okay. <laughs> Finally decided NFL ownership wasn't for him, and it only took 30, what, almost 30 years for That's him all. to... Re- yeah, so um, basically the commanders got sold for the largest amount in NFL history of $6 billion to, I believe it was the Josh Allen group, which consists of Magic Johnson. So Magic Johnson is a part NFL owner. Oh, that's dope. And that I means we're finally going to get some prominence in there, and I'm, as a Commanders fan, happy to see ho-ass, bitch-ass Dan Snyder relinquish his team. I'm a little sad to see it go for such a large amount, meaning he'll get $6 billion. Laughing all the way to the bank. At least my team is in the hands of a trustworthy person. Uh, like, the, like, I don't even know. Who's, what's going to happen now? I just know that, that there's better owners. Just Dan Snyder does not have yeah, anything to do with Get rid of Dan anymore. Snyder. He is like, he is uh, our version, the NFL version of Donald Sterling. So, yeah. So, the next, so I guess the next owner everybody's going to be looking for to get rid of is Jerry. Jerry. Jerry is Jerry's just going to die. And, you know, that's. It's going to be. Yeah, he, Jerry ain't selling that. He's going to die owning the Cowboys. I really believe that. He's going to go to his son. Or, or yeah, he's on his deathbed. And I'm decides to say, sell it. I'm not going to say Jerry even that bad of an owner because Dan Snyder was an awful owner. Like, oh he, yeah, he was awful. Yeah, Jerry's better because I, I can say at least he won with no. the the team he bought. But Jerry's not a good owner. So I'm, I'm not going to like do Jerry that bad, even though he, he's not the worst owner. He's not worse than Dan he's Snyder, but he's not. not a good owner. So he's not. He's no Robert Kraft. <laughs> <laughs> is Robert Kraft like the the no, that, no. the head of the hierarchy? At, <laughs> Robert Kraft lucked up and got a, a got a phenomenal quarterback with a decent coach. Robert and Kraft, as we see, it was the quarterback and not the coach. Robert Kraft got a big mill shout out and blew up. Yeah, yeah that's what. That's, that's what all that is. Robert Kraft <laughs> is hugely overrated, but that's what. Happened. The only thing I like about Jerry Jones is the fact that he will spend money on his players when they get into shit. Okay, Jerry Jones, and then he don't care. 
Yeah. Jerry Jones going to ride for his guys regardless. God damn it, I ride for my niggers. He, he's That's how he is. going to ride for his guys regardless. So we're going to do a topic switch. Mm-hmm. Thank you, um, Daniel Snyder, for getting like, Yes. Um, we're going to have to do the, the, the hand clap for that. Like, yeah. Now, and please leave the D.C. area, too, because we don't want <laughs> I, I don't want to see you when I go home. I don't want to see you walking around. Out. Yeah, leave D.C. Just go to go somewhere uh, like where's some hip places for Dan Snyder? Go to South. Oh, yeah. West Miami Virginia. Beach. Oh, oh, perfect. Miami Beach. Yes. He just got six billion dollars. Yeah, you're right. Six billion. Yeah. Out L.A. Somewhere where, you know, the players play at because he got yeah. money now. Yeah. Not Take like he did Miami before, Beach. but he got some more money. So. They don't care about football in Miami anyway. Look, look at the Dolphins. Topic switch. You put this in the chat. I ain't know, so I'm gonna let you talk sure. about it. Nick Cannon, Taylor Swift. You have okay. So Nick Cannon was. I don't know Is how she pregnant by Nick no. Cannon. Okay. Nick Cannon said he wanted his 12th baby by Taylor Swift. So that was. Uh, <laughs> so he's trying to get. Basically, what I said. He tried to get Taylor Swift to Nick Cannon. Yeah. Okay. So basically. Um, I'm bringing up some information on it. But, yeah, um, Nick Cannon basically uh, said he jokes that he would absolutely have uh, a baby with the singer. Uh, he said she's an amazing songwriter, and, and the fact that she's been so open and vulnerable with all of her music since she was a young girl, which sounds really creepy, but I guess context <laughs> is everything, so, you know, that's good. Um, Can I say something? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't find it far fetched. It could possibly happen. I'll, I'll say that. I'm not going to say it will. But I'm not going to be like, yeah, she ain't going to do. I don't know. He basically, he said that because um, it seems Taylor Swift split from her longtime boyfriend. So he said, yeah, Taylor Swift could be my um, uh, could be my baby mama for child number twelve. Speaking of Taylor Swift, one of my one of my employees is, I mean, she loves Taylor Swift. Like, she's like Taylor Swift everything. And I know that she has a concert. Is she out. white? <laughs> is Snow White? Yeah. <laughs> like, but she loves Taylor Swift. So that, that when I hear Taylor Swift, that's automatically what I think about one of my coworkers who loves Taylor Swift. And I can't name one Taylor Swift song. And I, I think I see Okay, so basically he said it on the Howard Stern show. Uh, so Nick. yeah, so obviously it was a joke. Um, but so Nick is on eleven then. Nick yeah, he has eleven children right now, and he said he wanted to twelve. Or he was joking, but you know, a joke is enough to piss off Taylor Swift fans. The thought of that Negro on top of Taylor, oh, you know I that mean, type look, of deal. I, I'm not surprised at who the Negroes get with nowadays because you see them with everybody now. It's, mm. it's a beautiful thing, it, isn't? Um, Who's dating on um, what's McCall? A black kid's dating what's McCall's daughter. Um, oh, Bill Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates' daughter. Like, yeah. You know, oh, yeah, brother, brother. But Taylor Swift, I don't, I don't get the hype behind her. She's going to be one of them women. When she hits 40, she is going to look like crap. Because I can already see that age setting in now. You know, it's like spoiled milk, man. Like I never thought I'd see Madonna looking like she's looking. So, I mean, anything's possible. Madonna is uh, tactical with the surgery. So, Madonna had surgery to look younger. Does Madonna realize how pathetic she is trying to compete with women that are, like, not even half her age? They're, like, 
three fourths of you know one fourth of her age and shit. She she gives off those. She has desperate. Just you know, settle into your you know, enjoy your the rest of your life. You know, she that, can't that's do how that. your life's over. You see her hanging with all these younger musicians I, trying to keep I her name it. relevant and shit. That 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 life flirting with crazy. Drake and shit. Like Drake wants your, you know. Grandma, I love him. Yeah. I mean, that's pathetic, man. It's Madonna, though. I mean, it's not like Madonna's a the equivalent to the old nigga in the club. <laughs> Give it up. You had your time in the 80s, and it was pretty cool. You were a superstar, a megastar. Mega. You know, star. you've achieved what a lot of these singers you're hanging with will never achieve. And that's you what just, I'm saying. Like, why she just can't settle into it? She can't. What you like? You, you. She ain't got no man at home. That's what it is. When you ain't got no man at home, you got to be out and about fucking with everybody. That's what. That's she why. Got more money than anything. That, that's why she out, she got all the time in the world to fuck around with everybody. Like, let me go compete with these twenty five year olds for the same pool of men. That's what she is. She she and her daughter are competing for the same men. And you know, Madonna, she's rich, so she believes, hey, I'm not old and nasty looking. I deserve the best. That's Madonna. I mean, money will sway a man. To- <laughs> no, money won't humble you. Madonna need to get an old ass nigga, you know, with a money limp or something. Sway, and a money hit. will sway some guys. You know, train of yeah, oh yeah, yeah. She'll get some guys because of Don't her money and her status. Look like money and status will sway some but it's people. Just, does she quickly. know it's pathetic looking to the rest of us? But hey, if she's I'm happy, let, I'm gonna let her live. You know what I'm saying? She, Nothing is more pathetic than watching these older women try to compete with girls half their age because it's over. <laughs> it's over, and they're competing for the same men too. I don't. I don't think I'm competing with younger guys. Like we're, I, we don't do that. I, we go after <laughs> men. Look at what's available and go after what's available. Women go after what's in their head. I think I like you know certain fights you want to put yourself in a certain way. You're like I'm just going to walk by this one. Like yeah. it's not worth it. Men look at what's available and we just pick. You know, if I'm in a room full of forty and fifty year old women, let me find the baddest forty or fifty year old woman. That's it. I'm not going to be sitting here looking for a hot 25-year-old woman in a room full of middle-aged women. That's, I mean, that's just how I get down. I'm going to see what's available and pick from that pool. Yeah. And then I'm going to imagine the 25-year-old woman when I'm having sex with the (laughs) middle-aged I'll be like watching porno right before you go in the bedroom so you can have some images to think about. I just don't think like that. Like, I just don't feel like I have an attraction for younger women like that, like 25 and stuff like that. Like, they're not looking at me. Like, <laughs> No, you're right. I mean, I don't see anything outside of sex. I like couldn't build with no 25-year-old girl at this point in my life. Like, she's not looking at my old ass. She's looking through me. Like, uh, yeah. you move out the way, please, brother? <laughs> so it, my, my youngest, the youngest I go now is 28. 28. 28. That's giving you enough. That's giving you 10 years of leap since you've been 18. That's giving you 10 years to get all the dicks you want in. Realize that shit ain't working out for you and you need a real nigga. And then that's about 28. 
28 and 30. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's the youngest I would go. But, I mean, you know, to, you got to give them some time to figure out life ain't going to go their way. And a nigga like me will lead them to a better place. <laughs> Sometimes you have to, like, realistic expectations have to come mm-hmm. after a while. 28. For everybody. And that gives them enough time to fuck up their credit and get in debt and realize... You know, they don't know shit about finances and they need an older, suaver man in their life to, you know, direct them and give them direction. As my man used to say, accept some of this pimping. Yeah. <laughs> well, it ain't pimping. It's, accept, it's basically pimping. Accept it, some of this pimping in your life. It's directions that are going to lead you to a much better life than you would get on your own. That sounds like pimping to me. Pimping. <laughs> It sounds like pimping to me. Call it what you will. Because it's not pimping. I'm not sending her on the streets. I'm not sending her after John's to get money. That's not, you don't have to. That, that's not That's not. I'm not that. using threats of violence. That, that, well, that's gorilla pimping. That's, that's neither what that is either. Pimping is let me direct you in a way that is going to be more beneficial for you and my idea. That's what pimping is. Yes. Meaning, so yes. Oh, well, then I've pimped lots yes. of women. Because this pimping. Every woman life. that dates me has a better life than what they would have if they didn't. So, no, no. When we say accepted this pimping, does not mean putting her out on the block, you know. Not, not, Stroll. Not, that's not what accepting this pimping. You ain't got all my money. Accepting this pimping means that you are allowing me to make decisions for you. And, and that's not a bad thing. Pimping is not always negative, especially if you've got a good-natured pimp. See how see how we put we put pimping into a into a positive light just now. Pimping is positive if you know how to make it positive. Spread that positivity of pimping. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what we're doing. Topic switch. W wrote this one. I'm, I'm Chloe Bailey. Oh yes, is not selling any records. Chloe Bailey. Flopped and she flopped hard with her debut album. Uh, what is Chloe? I'm pulling up her debut album sales. Um, first who, of all, who is supposed to be her co sign? It's called Ungodly Hour. So, um, hold on. First, uh, Beyonce is supposed to be Chloe Bailey's co sign. Okay. Beyonce was supposed to co sign Chloe Bailey. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. Chloe Bailey's debut album is called In Pieces. And that's how she is after it debuted at number 119 on this week's Billboard 200 and only sold 10,000 copies during its first week of sales. So, um, yeah, they're basically criticizing Beyonce because uh, Beyonce really didn't promote the album. And I got an opportunity to hear the album, and I don't blame Beyonce for not promoting the album. I was just, I'm, I'm trying to wonder the last time I've heard Beyonce promote anybody's album that wasn't had anything to do with her family. Well, I mean, keep in mind, this is Beyonce's artist. So um, this isn't just some random artist looking for a Beyonce co-sign. This is Beyonce's artist. Now, the reason I don't think Beyonce co-signed it is because the music is trash. Um, the thing with Chloe Bailey is she's trying to do music that appeals to a certain demographic that's not really a reflection of her. She's a studio thought. 
So basically, we know she's not a hoe, but basically, she's 1997 Brandy trying to do 2005 Keisha Cole. And that's the problem with Chloe <laughs> Bailey. She's a good girl trying to do hoe music, and it's just not it's working because the fans don't buy it. And I mean, they don't buy the image. You're not selling that image. That's not, you know, I always used to think you had to, like, be a reflection of the music you do. And it's not. There's studio gangsters everywhere. But they good. You got to be able to sell whatever image it is you want the people to believe, whether you live it or not. And Chloe is not selling that image. It's like you Disney, but you're trying to be a hoe. And it's like. You need to find your lane, and your lane is pre, you know, pre-teens. That's your lane. Your sister's the little mermaid. She's fucking dealing with, like, 13-year-old girls and shit. That's your lane. You need to do music for teenage girls, pre-teen girls. That's your lane. Don't come into the adult lane. Yeah, stop. I mean, and I'm not saying she can't do adult music, but keep it, you know, relatable to you. Don't. She got a song talking with Future talking about she should have cheated back. Like... I don't want to hear Brandy talking about, you know, stop trying to be something you're not. Do music that's a positive. Well, I ain't even going to say a positive. Just do music that's a reflection of who you are. And even if it doesn't sell, at least that way you can say you kept it real. But Beyonce was like, this got to be some bullshit because she didn't say nothing about it. They was like, Beyonce, do you have any words, any new music coming out? She's like, nothing from me. And everybody's like, is there anything you want to say? Any artist you want to promote? She was like, nope. It's me and Jay-Z. Shit. <laughs> just the Carters. Yep, just the Carters. I don't know. I don't know what Chloe doing over there. But, yeah, so her album flopped. Beyonce got blamed. Uh, but we know it flopped because Chloe is inauthentic. And that's pretty much all I got on the topic. Oh, and Chloe got a fat ass. Chloe fine. Yeah, she bad. She thick. She that's why it, she's... I don't know too much about her music. I'm sorry. Nobody does, I'm, I'm apparently. Sorry. Less than 10,000 people do internationally. All right. Topic switch. Yes. Joe Button says that Outcast is better than Mob Deep. Now, anybody who knows me knows I am an avid, avid Mob Deep supporter. Huh? <laughs> Love the 41st side of quick. Yes. <laughs> Queen one of the one of the greatest groups to ever touch a microphone. Correct. I'm gonna say this. Bob Deep has the better album, I think, in my opinion. Between what? Outcast and Bob Deep. So you're saying overall I Bob think, Deep has better albums than Outcast? No, 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 no. I said Bob Deep has the better album. Like if oh, what is the album? album? The infamous. Okay. I think the infamous is better than Anything Outcast has released? Any, any um, Outcast has. But Ooh. I will say that Outcast catalog is better than Mob Deep's. Uh, I mean, I like both groups. Um, I do. I, but the I issue is. They're like I, one to two. The issue is, is whatever. What I choose is based on what mood I'm in. Because I, 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 when I'm ready to chill and lay back, I listen to Outcast. But when I'm. Ready to get hyper amp. I'm putting on Mob Deep. I wouldn't put on an Outcast album like in the locker room, getting ready for football practice or something. Like I'm just thinking about when I was in high school. Is when when I went to football practice, they had like Bone Thugs was bumping, 
Uh, they they had Mob D bumping. You know, shit would get you amped. I couldn't imagine hearing Outcast in the locker room because okay, boom. So Outcast um supposed to be their best album is if if I'm right, it's Equinox. <sighs> now see, this is a whole nother topic because we have I'm probably just- about three legitimate options. And if you're white, you would say like four, because and that's and that's where the issue comes in. Now I'm saying, okay, Southern Playlistic, so yeah. bad, amazing to me. That's like the, I don't know if that's the, see, uh, the album is amazing, but I don't think it's better than the Infamous. Yeah, I, I personally, Equimini is better than the Infamous. I think you AT Aliens is the worst AT of the three. Aliens. Of the three. Of the three, I like. Really, I I do like Aquemini a little better than uh I definitely like Aquemini better than AT Aliens, but I'm really on the fence with Southern Playlistic because Southern Playlistic it was just Ooh. it was so out that there era too, you and know. It, and it was the only time <laughs> Big Boy out, outdid Andre consistently was freak that me, first that album. Era. But yes, so Southern Playlistic, I, I think people more people would gravitate to Aquemini. That's just me. But yeah. I, I, I understand the Southern Playlistic because that album is dope. Yeah. But they're not better than the Infamous. Now, once I start breaking songs off of everybody's albums and catalog and stuff, that's when Outkast, in my opinion, does take the lead. Because Outkast has some <laughs> huge hit songs. Yes, they do. <laughs> like, huge hit songs. Super huge. So that's where they pull away from Mob Deep, mm-hmm. in my opinion, is their catalog is just that much better. It hurts me to say that because I love Mob Deep. Yeah. They've got great songs, but Outkast, I think, has more a couple more iconic songs than they do. I love And that both. separates them. Luckily, I love both. They're my one and two. I wouldn't listen to Joe Budden. And I throw, you know, Tribe in there. My one, two, and three. You can circle it how you want. Uh... Public Enemy, put them in there too. Topic switch. Now I'm going back to the other thing that you were talking about. Sure. You say a Tallahassee middle school teacher mm-hmm. is arrested for organizing fight clubs in the classroom? Yes, this was <laughs> happening in middle school. Um, in Florida? Was, yeah, in Florida. There was <laughs> I'm not <a> surprised. <laughs> like, I, it's, it's Florida, first I, and foremost. I wanted to touch that topic. I, I, I had to scroll back up and get that one because I'm like, are, oh. Yeah, so. Go ahead. Okay, I was just going to basically give a little bit more in-depth over it. So basically a 23-year-old teacher at a Florida middle school was arrested um, following reports that she launched her own fright club of friendly fades among students in her classroom. Friendly uh, fades. Teacher Angel Footman was charged with four counts of child delinquency after school students notified school resource officers of what occurred and encouraged them in her presence. So she's a sixth grade middle teacher at Griffin Middle School and hosted these brawls regularly with rules similar to a real life fight club urging participants and onlookers not to take videos or yell for fear of being found out. But the videos were leaked of the alleged fights uh, with students seated at her desk yelling out parameters for the student uh, fights, such as no screaming, no nothing, and limiting the matches to 30 seconds. So, yeah, basically, uh, this teacher was basically... Dana White. Yeah. Dana White of the sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> Dana White so, of the Florida school system. So, yeah, she made these kids fight friendly fades. 
it, it's something about friendly fades that, that just seems a little bit more positive. That, it's that, strange, it, but also at the same time, in a sick kind of way, I agree with it because it's a way for students to resolve <laughs> the issues. I mean, obviously, no, it's going to no, get out I'm of here. You're ready to say something crazy because I kind of agree with you. Like, I'm not really too against it. Like, the kids didn't say, like, they were being, they had to do it. Like, I'm sure there were some willing participants that jumped oh, yeah. in. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going to whoop his ass. Oh, I'm yeah. Get him on site. And, they, and she gave them the chance for on site. Yeah, a lot of. People get into that situation and they realize, hey, um, let me do stand-up comedy because I'm not a fighter. And that's how a lot of people figure out what they are in situations like that. So, uh, To be a fly on the wall yeah. in that room, like, I'm sure they, they, they were throwing down 30-second fights. Nobody say nothing. Shh, shh. Everybody quiet. Yeah. 30-second fights, 30-second rounds. I mean, that's that's pretty good. That's enough time for people yeah. to get their aggression out. And, I mean, yeah, I wish these could have been, you know, if there was some way these could have been taxed, I think these would have continued. I mean, look, we're talking to a population that used to watch bum fights. Yeah, we're talking about we this. used to be entertained by bum fights. Yeah. Any, any type of fights, we're entertained. Yeah, and we already know the governor of Florida is, um, so we know this. Just the, the the whole state of Florida is just, I, I don't get it. Somebody wanted to pour concrete on a swamp, and shit just went left. <laughs> that's, that's what Florida is, is a goddamn swamp. It was really a way to connect Georgia to the ocean. They say Florida's going to be under the water. So. Oh, yeah, and it will. And it'll start with Miami, which is probably the best part about Florida. And then it's just going to get the rest of Florida. They say Florida's going to be under And rightfully the so. Y'all motherfuckers poured concrete on the swamp. Look at Houston. They did the same thing. And it's like epic end-of-the-world flooding every year because y'all didn't build a city with proper drainage. That's so what happens. Everybody going to be moving to North Carolina. So no, they ain't. So. They better not. They better stop in Atlanta and not decide to go they further north. No, they better move left to Alabama, Mississippi. We do not. I am so sick of people migrating to North Carolina, all this goddamn construction work on my streets. I can't even. Eat. I got to go a whole separate route to pick up this pizza because the normal road I take has been blocked by construction for a whole okay. year. Since yes. we didn't get to do the show last week, I'm yes. going to touch on the topic that I want to do. Go for it. We just had Dreamville. Yes. Dreamville did stupid numbers for Raleigh. Yes, it did. Raleigh's going to have to make some changes. Raleigh's going to have to make this a big festival type of city now. Like, Raleigh's going to have to make some changes in order to keep Dreamville around. You're going to have to because you were talking about they had over a hundred thousand people here that week. But I mean, how many how many issues were there with Dreamville? Not saying it was issues, but you're going to need definitely more lodging. Yeah, De definitely more lodging. Of course, you're going to need more things for people to do. <coughs> yeah, more entertainment venues. Yeah. You're going to have to bring... I'm scared Raleigh's going to turn into Austin, Texas. That's what I'm scared of. What's wrong with Austin? I've never Austin was similar to Raleigh where it was a nice location. Raise your family, uh, blah, blah, blah. Come here, job market, this and that. And everybody flocked to Austin. Now it's overcrowded. 
I mean, and the people that were there have the biggest issues. You know, they say it's just too many out-of-towners coming there, and I'm fearful that's going to happen with Raleigh. This is my thing with Raleigh. Raleigh acted like they they never thought they were going to get bigger. Like, they just thought they were always going to be a well, small. it's the capital. Like, and they weren't prepared for capital shit. <laughs> no, they were. Not really. Not really. Raleigh is like, when it comes to things, Raleigh should be a little bit further ahead. Their public transportation sucks. They have yeah. so many people here. Their public transportation is the worst. There should be a subway, but for the, the triangle. There's no way. You can't do that. You can't do it now. It's impossible, I think. Like, yeah, I don't think it's possible. I don't. Raleigh should have been ahead of this like probably 10 15 years ago and had this subway system or this train put in or something of that magnitude yeah. now it's just a bunch of cars on the on the road well, it's just, it's probably too many I don't cars think, on the road I don't think our population is big enough for uh, a subway center that nah, I think Raleigh is, especially if you if you if you add in Raleigh and Durham, isn't that what you're with the the, the RDU? If you, if you if you do it like that, I think Raleigh is big enough that they should have thought about yeah, train. I guess yeah, considering the universities and everything, you would need some way without a car to get between all eleven universities in the area. So, I just think like that's Raleigh, a lot of schools. Raleigh never thought about, hey, we might actually have a bigger population than, you know, what we had at one time. And now you look out, when, you, when you're driving down 440 at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, that's not bad. Or better yet, try driving up Capitol, going to Wake Forest at 330. I'm going to be real. None of this shit is really that bad. I mean, it's bad, but you're talking to a nigga Buddha. who drives in Buddha. Northern Try Virginia traffic. Capitol Boulevard to Wake Forest at 3.30, 4 o'clock. I'm like, not even it, saying it ain't bad. I'm, just, I'm used to that bumper-to-bumper -bumper traffic when you say traffic in Northern <laughs> Virginia. Try driving up Capitol Boulevard to Wake Forest okay. at 4 o'clock. It is that bad. Like, it's awful. Raleigh just didn't think they were going to grow. And I now believe it. they have all these it. people here. It's I believe Uber it. Them, though. Yeah. They, they making money. I bet Uber is making a shit ton of money. But, yeah, I think Raleigh has to just make a couple of subtle changes since they have one of the biggest concerts in the country now. They're going to have to mm -hmm. to accommodate it. Mm -hmm. All right. Topic switch. I didn't really have much more after this. Your boy, the footballer. That that's where I was getting ready to go. I can't even pronounce his Akrof, name. Is it Akraf Akimi? Uh, yeah, let's, Akraf let's, Akimi. For the record, yeah, yes, it is. <laughs> the Moroccan footballer. Sure. Well, his wife figured that. Yeah, she, she was going to get. She was going to get him. She was going to get him for his funky. I'm dividends. out. I'm unhappy. And da, ba, 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 ba. His wife figured that she was going to go get him for his funky dividends. Yes. And my man, let me look again, Akraf Akimi. Yes. Had 80%. Rocket footballer had 80% of his assets and wealth in his in, mom. In the who? In the who's name? Got everything in, in my, my mama's, mama's name. name. He's definitely hood rich. City Boy's up a thousand. 
City Boys up a hundred thousand. If that, that ain't a ghetto motherfucking scripture right there, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. tell you some other. I'm a, let, if let, that ain't a ghetto scripture right there, me, Amen. Uh, there's more to the story. There's more. What? It doesn't stop there. So, with her trying to take all my man's funky dividends, he's in, he's incurred legal fees of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well. Being that he put 80% of his Stuff. assets into his mama's name means that she is the primary mm-hmm. breadwinner. Yeah. Which means that she has to pay him support and pay the legal fees. I believe it. So he won all the way around. While all his things That's are crazy. in his mama's name. I wish I could do that. Crazy. That's I want to get an LLC before I get married and just put all my shit in that. That is ingenious. Like, it's ingenious. Like, she thought she was going to beat you. She thought she was going to beat you. I'm, I'm going to wait till he get his money up. I'm going to wait till he get his money up. I'm going to just sit around these couple of years. And with the time right, I'm going to swoop in and take all his money. Mm. And the whole time, see, that that's how you know. The relationship wasn't tight. That's how you know their relationship wasn't tight. Because you don't know all this money just ain't around. Like, he don't let you in on any of the financial business. He already knew. Like you said, he already knew. Mm -hmm. She ain't have no idea what was going on. He already knew. Mm -hmm. And it's phenomenal. And also, does does he get half? Because she's the main breadwinner. Yes, he he's he's scheduled to get everything that she was trying to get. Now Good. he get it because he is the one who is, I guess, in the lesser. It was genius. This, this that is genius. phenomenal. God is good. Congratulate that. <laughs> God is good. Yes, it is. Okay. Do we have any relationship topics? Wasn't there something you said you wanted to touch on from the radio station? Oh, oh yeah. Once again, shout out ninety three. Was it ninety three point five? I want to yes. say ninety three point five. Ninety three point five. I want to shout them out. But oh, last week, shout out Bash Watson and his team. Y'all were talking about tricks and sugar daddies, yes. and that caught my attention yes. because there was like somebody said it wasn't a difference. I'm like, I said it wasn't a difference. I, I think it is a difference because, see, I think a trick is tricking on everybody. Trick mm. is tricking on everybody can get some of this money. Sugar Daddy, kind of precise at who I'm getting ready to trick on. What? I think that's why it's the same. A trick, a, a trick is just thirsty with the money. Mm-mm, mm-mm. What I'm saying is, You're saying a, a sugar daddy is specific. A sugar daddy, is he don't want a whole bunch me, of. I, I'm not, I'm not being everybody's sugar daddy. That's mm. what a trick does. A trick pays out his money to everybody. Okay. Here, you can get some. You can get some. A sugar daddy is specific as into, I pay her bills. Mm. <laughs> I, she gets the sugar. That's where I think the difference was. And I, I just wanted to touch on that. I think that's the difference. A trick is going to let everybody get some of the money. He just tricking off. Mm-hmm. That's where the term comes from, tricking off. A sugar daddy, I'm specifically paying for this young woman's stuff. This fine tender. <laughs> they use words I'm like P Y T. Her thing. And fine tender. 
So that 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 was a topic I wanted to touch on. The trick is just going to spread the money out to whoever is going mm-hmm. to take some. A sugar daddy is going to be a little bit more specific in who he's taking care of. Yes. Okay. Cool. All right, I ain't really have any more topics and stuff. Shout out my girl Kelly Joe, the co-hostess with the most. This miss you, baby. Yes. Definitely shout out my girl Aether Fancy. Like I said, yep, next yep. week we will be broadcasting live from the Easter egg hunt from the Word. Easter egg hunt at the clubhouse. If you're interested in going, hit me up. I'll shoot you the details. Like I say, every time she does the Easter egg hunt. It only gets better, and you never find all the eggs. And the prizes in the eggs are worthwhile. So definitely got to give my girl, Aether Fancy, her shout-out, who has the best lemonade what? that you can get. Hey, yeah, look, I saw. I saw. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Ask her about the lemonade if yeah. you hit her up. On a side note, there's two minutes left in the Golden State-Sacramento game. So um, right now... Sacramento, well, it's 221 in the fourth. Sacramento, 122. Golden State, 118. So they got a four-point lead at the moment. Sacramento cannot lose any home games. games. If they lose any home games, they're done. It's they have to win all their – they have to light the beam every game in Sacramento. This is most <laughs> unprofessional shit. I'm, like, trying to pull up the game while the podcast is still going on because I think we've ran our course, and now oh, this is just extra banter. Another thing that I'm going to bring up real quick. What's that? The season's about to change. Why? The yeah, seasons oh. are about to break. I think we got another cold spell next week. We might have to get through yeah, a little bit more rain. This is the end of basketball. All we got is football after this. The rain helping get rid of this yellow stuff all over everywhere. Oh, God. We got one more week, I believe. And then the spring will be upon us. Mm. And these events still popping off, too, yo. Events popping off. Everything popping. If you out in the city tonight, please no drinking and driving. Please. Uh-huh. Please be careful. Extremely. Don't hurt nobody. Have some fun tonight. Have a great start to your week. Uh huh. We'll be back next Saturday. LLP. Oh, what? We'll keep y'all posted on what time next Saturday. I didn't even think about the time. Yeah. The, oh, it's it's going to be earlier than our normal show time. It's going to be earlier. Definitely shout out to everybody who be checking out the FN shorts on mm. YouTube and yes. stuff. Share our shit. You know what I'm saying? We really appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Tell a friend to tell a friend. If you want to come sit in with the F and yeah, yeah, yeah. cut up, answer some of these topics Hit we the have, inbox. by all means. Hit the pages. Hit all the right. pages. Y'all have a good night. We up out of here. Peace. Yeah. Peace.